Welcome to the Procure Strategy Podcast. Here, we talk about practical strategies and tips that lead to creating stronger supply chains and driving results. Here is your host, Louis Bastone. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Louis Bastone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Procure Strategy Podcast, where we will be talking about types of cost. So I'm pretty excited to be talking about this topic today because being a procurement professional, I believe that we look at costs a little bit differently. You start to realize that everything in life, honestly, has a cost. Even if it's just an opportunity cost from a time perspective, everything has a cost associated with it. And when your job is to manage cost, you start to realize there's so many different things to look at. There's so many different factors to look at. So what I'll be doing today is going over different types of costs. I'll explain what they mean. Then I'll go over total cost of ownership. I'll break that down into some bite-sized pieces that makes it a little bit easier to understand, which I believe would make it easier to to manage whenever you're, you're working on any sort of deal. And then I'm going to go over a few other tips pertaining to cost. Later in this show, in different episodes, we're going to talk about things like cost modeling and, and get a little bit deeper. But I really just wanted to have a general overview of cost and the types of cost because it is very important that we all understand that as procurement professionals. So the first type of cost that procurement professionals should be aware of is the distinction between direct and indirect costs. Now, direct costs are costs that are associated and can directly be traced back to a specific product or service. These costs include things like raw materials, labor, and any other costs that are directly related to the production of a specific product or service. Indirect costs, on the other hand, are costs that are not directly related to a specific product or service. These include overhead costs such as rent, utilities, and other expenses that are necessary to keep the business running. Then we have fixed and variable costs. Another important distinction that procurement professionals should be aware of is the difference between fixed and variable costs. So fixed costs are those that do not change regardless of the level of production. These are things like rent, salaries, and insurance. Then variable costs, on the other hand, are costs that change based on the level of production. Costs like this would include things like raw materials, shipping, and other costs that are directly related to the production of a specific product or service. Another cost that I would like to talk about is opportunity costs. So opportunity costs, they refer to the cost of the next best alternative that was not chosen. In other words, if it is the cost of opportunity that was foregone in order to pursue a specific course of action. For example, if you choose to purchase a specific product from a supplier, the opportunity cost would be the cost of purchasing the product from a different supplier. Then we have sunk costs. Procurement professionals should be aware of sunk costs. So sunk costs are costs that have already been incurred and cannot be recovered. 
These include things like money spent on research and development or equipment that has already been purchased. Sunk costs should not be taken into consideration when making future procurement decisions since they cannot be changed. So those are just some different type of costs that we should be aware of. Now, getting into total cost of ownership, you know, I think that we talk about total cost of ownership a lot as procurement professionals, but what does it actually mean? Well, I break it down in two different ways. So I break it down into stages and then I break it down into different types of costs. Now, what I mean when I say stages is you can take any of the types of cost and put them to any stage, but we want to understand what stage out of the possible options the most cost is going to be spent on because it might not be the purchase price. And if it's not, and we're only looking at the purchase price, we might be making the wrong decision when we purchase something. So the four different stages. Um, so we have the purchase stage, we have the acquisition stage, we have the usage stage, and we have the end of life stage. So you can put the next cost that I'm going to mention into any of these stages. But what we want to do is essentially understand where is the most cost going to come. So if we're choosing between buying two different vehicles, we need to consider what type of what type of fuel is that going to require? Is one electric and one fuel? If so, what does the lifetime of that look like um, during the usage period? So that would be during the usage phase, for example. Um, so to look at the different types of cost that fall under total cost of ownership, policy costs. So policy costs are costs associated with internal policy decisions such as recycled material use, diverse supplier use, green supplier use, local supplier use, material use or avoidance requirements. So a specification that we get that can't be changed for some reason or another. These are examples of what I would call a policy cost. Then we have performance costs. Now, there's many different performance costs. So I'll give a few examples, but this is really where the the most possible options in terms of volume of cost come in. So, for example, cost of non-late delivery or cost of quality. Is the quality too low or is it too high? Um, transportation and packaging, inventory carrying cost, administrative costs, customer service costs, installation and modification costs, startup and switching, operator training, supplies and spare parts, scrapper trade-in. So when it comes to performance costs, there's a lot of different things that could go there, which is why it's so important to upfront. And I've mentioned this in some other episodes to understand what are we really looking to do and let's not overdo it or underdo it. Let's get the right solution in place to assure that we're getting the lowest total cost of ownership. Then we have use costs. So use costs are things that are really revolving around the, the ease of use. So time factors such as administrative oversight, training, any supplier or product that factors the change of final output. So if we need to worry about upgrades, if we have to pay for upgrades when they come in the future, things of that nature, that all is that all is usage. So use costs can be a lot of the time 
We'll look at that as training. I think that training is one of the biggest ones when it comes to use costs, but also upgrades, you know, for things like software and, and other things of that nature. And then incurred costs. So this is any additional costs. This is, um, you know, things like expediting fees, consulting fees, training fees, and any other sort of add-ons that the supplier tries to make. So just to reiterate, there's four stages the four stages that all of the costs could possibly go into um, in general when it comes to a total cost of ownership is the purchase phase, the acquisition phase, the usage phase, and the end of life phase. Then there's four types of costs, and that's policy costs, performance costs, use costs, and incurred costs. So when a cost comes up, think about where that falls, bucket it, Put it in the phase that it should go into and see if there's any way to change, eliminate, um, proactively work to do anything to possibly mitigate that cost. It's always very important to understand what total cost of ownership means, because if we don't understand costs, we unfortunately cannot manage costs. Then there's just two final things that I want to go over. One of them being that cost means different things to everybody in your organization. So when you think about the marketing department, cost for marketing, if the, a product launch date gets delayed, that, that could be a heavy cost to your marketing department. Uh, the weighted average cost of capital, uh, things like shorter payment terms, that is cost to finance. Uh, delayed items, that is cost to logistics. Um, you know, things like production downtime, that of course does cost for manufacturing. So it's very important that when we're trying to get the lowest total cost of ownership, understanding from every internal department what cost really looks like for the specific thing that we're buying just so we can make sure that we're not working in a silo because i've seen more times often than not when procurement does that it usually doesn't result very well because one department ends up annoyed because they had to sacrifice something when they didn't even know that they had to do so with a deal that we made. So it's very important to keep everybody in the loop and be very transparent internally with all of these different departments because cost means different things to them than it means to us. And then the last thing that I wanted to talk about was when we work with suppliers, we have to understand when we say to a supplier that we want a lower price without actually understanding what our cost looks like, they hear... We want you to lower your profit so we can report cost savings. This is not good for any sort of long-standing successful relationship at all with any suppliers. It's just it's not sustainable. You have to actually understand a supplier's cost to be able to understand how can you take that cost out of the supply chain proactively, not parasitically by asking them to lower their profit margin. So we're going to go over that a little bit more in depth in future episodes, but I did want to mention that because I do believe that that's also very, very important. So to conclude, I just wanted to go over some different costs with you, give an understanding of what those costs are, help you better understand total cost of ownership, how I bucket the that differently so I can actually 
put total cost into bite-sized pieces to actually manage it. And in the future, as I mentioned, we're going to be talking about different cost models. We're going to be talking about how we talk to suppliers about cost to actually understand it. Because a lot of the time, the hardest part about cost management is actually understanding the cost. And that goes on procurement's end as well as the suppliers end. So thank you so much for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, and I'll talk to you next time.